You don't know who you are? Yes. <laughs> oh, really? Well, you said that the first time. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Do you want to try it again? I'm Alistair Burnham. There you go. And I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham. And we're coming to you from a corn maze. Yes, sir. A corn maze here on Frankenstein's monkey farm. Some kind of corn maze, I guess. I mean... I don't necessarily remember us having a corn maze, but here it is. Frankenstein's monkey farm is huge and sprawling, and I don't know. We're always finding these interesting places to hide, so, uh, you know, let's not look a gift horse in the mouth, if you will, because we were on the run before we found this corn maze. Do you want to remind our listeners what happened to us on the last episode? We got put in by a boogeyman in a portal. Eventually, it took us a long time to get out of the portal. Yeah, it was a whole ordeal. Oh, you guys should have been there. Now we're hiding in a corn maze that we eventually found. Well, we are recording this here episode of Monster Stampede per the request of one Word Salad Network patron, our patron. Yes. Chris Bieberstein. Mm Mm-hmm. And he requested that we talk about what? Aliens. Yeah, that's a big one. Because aliens can be different shapes. Aliens are all different. Yeah, it's a tough one, you know. And Chris expressed concern over the breadth of this topic. Mm -hmm. And we accepted the challenge Mm -hmm. because you said you were up to it. And we've spent a long time researching this one. Yeah. I mean, we've probably been researching this one for, I don't know, what, three months? I think so. I think we did. Yeah, because he asked us ages ago if we'd do this one. And so, yeah, here we are. The second of our patron request Monster Stampede episodes. Well, Alistair, while we're here in this corn maze, I think this is as good a time as any for you to deliver a lecture on aliens. Everybody, the teacher is in. The bell has rung. Alistair, the floor is yours. Okay. So, let me first topic out, like, things that you might not know about aliens by just looking at them. They're not like, like, boogeymen. They're not like other monsters. So, aliens... They can come from anywhere, because they're aliens. Can they come from Earth? Aliens are from other planets. Ah, that seems key. So an alien is anything from another planet? Anything at all? Yes. Mm, So that is a pretty big topic. So yeah, why don't you break this topic down for us? What were you going to tell us about aliens here? So, aliens can be big, small, or short. Mm-hmm. Any size. And the 
the middle of giant. So they can be big, small, somewhere not giant sized. No. You don't think there are giant aliens? They can mm. giant, but not like huge. Man, this is tricky. Because that's too big for an alien. This is really tricky. And ginormous is too big for an alien. So not ginormous. Not ginormous and not huge. That's too big for an alien. Yeah, I guess you're right because if I understand correctly, aliens have to get to Earth somehow. In ships. Okay, so they have to fit in a ship. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So they couldn't be too this big. Like Otherwise, the ship would be so big that the ship wouldn't fit on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So it can be big, short, and small. Okay, but not be, ginormous. No, not small. Short and big. Okay. No small because that's too small for an alien. Well, what about like bacteria? Don't they have bacteria and stuff on other planets? Yeah. Hmm, would those not count as aliens? Hmm. Or at least those might not be the ones we'd typically think about. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be able to see them. And yeah. I guess what you're talking about here is things that theoretically our listeners might see. Should yeah. they find themselves trapped in a movie? Yeah. Sometimes aliens can talk different. Aliens can talk different. In other movies, they might like do like different sounds and things. So you might not know what they're saying. So they don't all speak English? No. Oh, no. Some might speak English. If they're from Earth, they might. I don't know. So if they chill on Earth for long enough, they might learn English. Yeah. Okay. But they have to be good, too. Ah, they have to be good aliens. Like which ones in particular? Can you think of any good aliens that learn to speak English? E.T. Ah, okay. So like an E.T. because an E.T. is good and people will talk to an E.T. And it will learn those words, like immediately. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty fast. Like every time somebody says it, E.T. will, like, say the same word Yeah, as like, said. what things does E.T. say? B. He says his own name, E.T. Phone. Home. And. Elliot. Yeah. How might aliens sound if not speaking English? They might sound spooky. They might not. Because spooky alien sounds aren't very... They're not very original, because mm. they might, like, have, like, Mars attacks, or, like, like, ah, 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 thing. But it's not very original, you're saying. Not like, very original. Like, it's other sounds that you've heard before. Yeah. If they're, like, the Mars attacks aliens, they might be noises you've heard before. Okay, so you're saying that would be, then... Something that it would make it difficult to determine if it's an alien just by sound. Yeah. Okay. aliens are difficult to know they're aliens. Because oh, aliens, man. sometimes they can be green, and zombies are green. Yeah. And the Frankenstein is green. Uh-huh. So other monsters can be green just like aliens. So sometimes they can be green. But you have to listen to their sounds... Very good. So you know if they're aliens or not. Because zombies and Frankensteins and other green monsters make different sounds. Mm-hmm. 
so you might have to listen to their sounds to know if they're aliens or not aliens. But it's difficult to determine. Yeah. So I guess what I'm hearing here is that aliens are difficult to identify in general. Yeah. I see why Chris was concerned about the breadth of this topic. Because there's one thing that is a little weird and not original. So sometimes alien ships can look different, uh-huh. but they're not very original. Sometimes they're just like circles that are big and little. So there's a lot of repetition in alien spaceship shapes. Just basically round, but some can be different shapes, but it's not original as other alien ships. Okay, so aliens maybe aren't very creative. No. At least as we understand them. Yeah, because aliens look different from every monster. Yeah, and they can look like anything you're saying. Yeah, yeah. They can can be- they look like people, though? I mean, this, surely they don't look like people. They can be human size. See, I ask because I saw this movie mm-hmm. called Star Wars, and it said it was set a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So everything might be alien. Including the ones that look like people? Like Doctor Who. Oh. He's an alien, too. Good call. But he's a good alien. But he's a good one. But he changes into an alien that is bad. The, the doctor does? What does he change into? A alien from Doctor Who that is bad, and that alien is bad. So sometimes they can be good, sometimes they can be bad. You mean when he regenerates? Yes. Oh, so he can regenerate and sometimes he's nice, sometimes he's not nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. Some aliens might change shapes on us. They might yeah. be shapeshifters. They might look different and trick you. Man, this is this is a really tricky one. Aliens are hard to explain, just to tell you. It sounds like it. It's hard because, like, aliens are like, they can talk different, they can do anything that's different from humans. Sometimes uh-huh. they can lie. And oh, no. Sometimes they can even have weapons, but, like, not original weapons. So, okay. Like, like Mars Attacks, they... Okay, so in Mars Attacks, they just had guns. That might just be the same thing as just, like, guns, but they just shoot people into aliens. They're like They shoot them into aliens? No, I mean skeletons. Oh, okay. They shoot them into skeletons. But they look like lasers. Yeah. So they use laser guns, you're saying? Laser guns, but... Okay. They just turn people into skeletons. They're green and red. Is there anything, apart from the fact that they have to come from other planets, that should our listeners find themselves trapped inside a movie, they could use to help identify whatever they're facing as an alien? Is there anything else that's definitive? How you recognize an alien? Hmm. I don't know if you can, but there is ways. Okay, so... There may not be one way, but you do know some. One way is, like, to just see if they're bad or good. Okay, so it might not matter that they're an alien. Yeah, but you have to see if they're bad or good. 
Okay, I like this. This is interesting because you don't have to be concerned about an alien unless it's a bad alien. What I like about this is this is a lesson, Alistair, that we can apply to people, too. Mm -hmm. There's no reason for us to avoid another person until we know that person is bad or good. And a lot of people assume that everybody else is bad or that certain types of people Mm -hmm. are bad. Just like in E.T., Elliot was afraid of E.T. at first. The first time he saw him, and they screamed, you know, just because he looked different. Sometimes aliens can be scary. Even if they're nice. Yeah, even if they're nice. Sometimes, sometimes they will... The aliens think they're going to attack them. They might attack you. Oh, so if you're threatening. So just don't be a jerk. Yeah. If you see something that you're like... Maybe that's an alien. Just don't attack it outright. Yeah. Yeah. Because it might. But be cautious. But don't be afraid of it. Until you know for sure if it's bad. Yeah. Okay, so. Because if it's bad, it would just kill you because it might be bad if it does that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, bad alien. Way bad. to identify a bad alien outright. It kills you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, if you're dead, <laughs> then you know that was a bad alien. Mm-hmm. Okay, it seems a little bit of a risky test to me. So if you're not the person, <laughs> okay, you just might okay. want to attack it. Okay, so if you <laughs> see, <laughs> if you see an alien kill another person, then you know it's a bad alien. <laughs> yes. Okay. And they're gonna keep trying to kill you. All right. All right. So pay attention, right, uh, to your surroundings. If you see something that doesn't look like a person that maybe flew in in a ship mm-hmm. and is killing somebody around you, <laughs> then it's probably a bad alien. Yes, that is true. Okay. Very true. Okay. Why don't you walk our listeners through maybe a list of some of the bad aliens so that they can be aware of what a bad alien is? So, I'll give you the ones I know... The ones from Mars Attacks, they are very bad. They're like a type of town. They have like those skeleton shooters on their ships. And the doctor is a bad one because he can change into a bad one. But the alien just is disguised, so it's still an alien. But it's just bad, but it looks like a human. Are you talking about the Slitheen? Yes! Oh, okay, now I see what you're talking about. Right, right, right. So the Time Lords, yes, the Time Lords can be good or bad, and they can regenerate. But there are other aliens within the Doctor Who universe, like the Slitheen, the big green ones with the long arms, right? Yeah, and they keep running through with their arms out. Okay, okay, I follow and you. The, and the Daleks are both aliens. Yeah, but the Daleks too. But the people that are alien just look like like robots. So what are some other ones that are in movies? Xenomorph, The Thing, Predator, and The Blob. Mm. And also Independence Day. Oh, Independence Day. Those aliens, sure. Yeah, they're like weird squid, like Xenomorph alien, like Yoda creature things. <laughs> okay. And also E.T., like connected together. Okay, so That's what it is. so yeah, there are definitely some more. The Predators, Xenomorphs, 
But those movies, yes, they're rated R, and so Al hasn't seen them. But he's at least familiar with them uh, because, you know, we have plenty of toys around. And, yeah, the blob between... Okay, so the xenomorph, the predator, the blob, the thing, and the Independence Day aliens, those are all very, very different. And I think that list alone shows our listeners just how tricky it is to identify an alien. Now, the ones that I think are most likely to be encountered... Mm-hmm. Given the sheer numbers of them, probably the ones from Mars Attacks. Yeah, because out of like all the so ones, many. yeah, there's out of like all so the ones many. you've listed, I think that's the one that you're most likely to run into. Because because there's like a hundred alien ships. Yeah. With that in mind, all right. Keeping in mind that certain aliens are nice, certain aliens aren't nice and might kill you. Yeah. You're most likely to run into Mars Attacks aliens, which are from. Mars, because it's called Mars Attack. Uh-huh, so they're Martians. Why don't you tell our listeners how to best prepare themselves and defend themselves in case of alien attack? You might just have to call the army, because the army has lots of different weapons. You see in Mars Attacks that the army loses, because, like, the aliens shoot everybody into skeletons. Oh, so sometimes the weapons won't even matter. Yeah. But can you kill a Martian with a gun? Their own gun in Mars Attacks. You see the kids have their guns, shoot the aliens. Okay, so get one of their guns. Yeah, for Mars Attacks. Okay, are there other ways to defeat those Martians or any other kind of alien? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about some. I think this is worth mentioning. Music! Beat the alien with music. They can beat it with other things. Like, they can't breathe on Earth, so they have these suits. Yeah, so you could maybe crack their helmets. Yes. So if you see an alien with a helmet on, chances are it can't breathe our air. So you might have to punch it. And if you encounter something else that isn't a Mars Attacks alien, we do, on our podcast, on previous episodes, have some discussions of different ways to defeat those aliens, including the thing from another world. It's an alien. And the blob. And the blob. Yeah, we did episodes on both of those. Did we do other aliens? No. No? Didn't. Okay. I guess we'll have to make up for that, huh? Yeah. We'll have to get around to It, the Terror from Beyond Space. Definitely have to do that one. Because that's an alien? Yeah, that's an alien, too. Because aliens are from space. Yeah, they're from different planets, like you said earlier. Saturn, Mars, Mercury. They can be from any planet that's not Earth. Well... Do you have anything else to tell our listeners about aliens that might help them out? Well, that's basically all you can do. I have nothing else to say because aliens are very difficult to explain, I told you, earlier in the recording. So that's all I have. I think you could maybe do some homework yourselves. Because there's a lot of research to be done. And even though we've done now three months of research, we've watched a lot of alien movies. Mm -hmm. We're still no closer to definitive answers than we were at the beginning, which has been one of the most interesting things about doing this research with you, Alistair. Mm -hmm. Because we started out watching things like The Thing from Another World, which ended up being a whole episode. We watched Mm -hmm. things like 
E.T., Mars Attacks. We watched Galaxy Quest. We watched a lot more Doctor Who. We watched Star Trek. We watched Star Wars. Yeah. We watched a lot of alien stuff. And Alistair realized that there just isn't one answer. No. I bet there's a lot of alien movies out in Earth. Because aliens... There's lots. Yeah, and there are a lot of movies. So with that in mind, maybe we should assign a little bit of homework before we get into some of the Facebook and Twitter feedback we got about other aliens. Mm -hmm. So we have some recommendations for you for further research. We're going to keep it limited because we've got a couple others from our listeners. And Al's recommended a lot already, but... Alistair, do you have any specific ones that you would like to recommend? I'm just going to recommend one myself. Like the movies? Yeah, like a movie for homework so that our listeners have something else they can look to. Well, you know like the ones with all aliens, Star Wars? Uh Uh-huh. It has the one you know that's an alien, Yoda, because he's green. Yeah, Yoda's green, so he's clearly an alien. Everybody's an alien but in But everybody the movie. is, yeah. yeah. You know Yoda's an alien in it because he's green, but everybody's an alien. You just don't know it. And you have what other kinds of aliens in there? Like there's like the big guy, like the big slime looking green thing. Was he an alien? Oh, Jabba the Hutt? Was he? Yeah, yeah. They're all aliens. Everything in Star Wars is an alien. Mm hmm. A big slime-looking green thing. Yeah, that's an interesting way of explaining Jabba. Because he's, like, looking... Like a big old slug. Like a big old slug slime thing. Yeah. So you recommend Star Wars? Yes. So for additional homework, and I agree, because there's so many different kinds of aliens, if you want to have the best chance of recognizing an alien, I agree that Star Wars is the movie to look at because it's got all different types. And robots. And robots. Mm. We'll come back to that idea, too. Like R2-D2. Who's then an alien robot. Mm -hmm. Whoa, we didn't even consider that. I am going to recommend one movie myself. And because our show does focus so heavily on fighting the monsters that you encounter, I wanted my homework to be something a little bit more positive. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to recommend, if you haven't seen it, listeners... For your homework, in order to learn a little bit more about how we and aliens of any sort, be they from the stars or on Earth here, how we can come together, I recommend watching Enemy Mine from 1985. This is a movie directed by Wolfgang Peterson, stars Dennis Quaid and Lou Gossett Jr. If you haven't seen it, it's about two men. One's from Earth, one's from another planet, who's an alien. They're on opposite sides of an interstellar war, and they crash land on a planet together and have to survive with each other, and they don't speak the same language. They're in a war together, but the movie's about whether or not they can overcome their differences. And it's a wonderful movie. Just two men, one's an Earth man, one's an alien from another planet, and they're just trying to survive on this hostile planet. Enemy Mine from 1985. So, your homework from us, Star Wars, Enemy Mine. Yes. Star Wars 
in each movie they have all different aliens. Yeah, so there. If you watch the whole series of Star Wars, there's a lot of different aliens、yeah. to look at. Because there's a new one coming out. Yeah, there is. Well, because I knew this was going to be such a huge topic, Alistair,、mm-hmm. one that we were clearly, even in our research, having a lot of trouble pinning down. I thought, in order to increase the scope of our analysis. We would take in some input from our followers and friends、mm-hmm. and listeners on Facebook and Twitter. So what I did is I reached out on Facebook on Twitter, asking anybody we're friends with on there to tell us what alien they were most afraid of encountering should they find themselves trapped in a movie. One person said that they're most afraid of giant robots than aliens. Ah, yeah. So that was But,、uh, Tony Vandenbush on Facebook, who said that she's not a fan of giant robots. But she does like aliens. Aliens like ET. She's fine with. But she doesn't like giant robots. So her answer to, to the question was basically, you know, I'm fine with aliens, but I don't like robots. But we found a complication in there, didn't we?、Mm-hmm. The alien. And the giant robot were both in Mars attacks, so she has a problem. She's scared of giant robots, not aliens. But she could watch Mars attacks, and there's a giant robot in Mars attacks. So by the, proxy, she's probably afraid of those aliens. Cause they have a giant robot. So that's something to look out for. Mm-hmm. Well, here are some other responses we got、mm-hmm. on Facebook. We also heard from Word Salad superfan Jennifer Hicks, who is also a patron, who、yes. requested the topic of our last monster stampede,、yes. Boogeyman. Boogeyman. Mm-hmm. She says, "Honestly, ET scares me."、Mm. So, what do you do if you're afraid of ET?、What? Do you have advice for Jennifer? Yes. All right. I think how you're afraid of ET. It's cause at the first ET like screams, like scaredy. I think that's how you got scared of ET. Hmm. So maybe she should just watch the movie again. Yeah. Give him another shot. Hmm. So. On Twitter, we heard from Cult Credentials. Cult Credentials says the Martians from Mars attacks are the ones that he most worries about.、Uh, they are stupid and lethal. And that's a dangerous combination, he says. Similar to see also spaced invaders, which we didn't get to watch. But yeah, stupid and lethal. Yeah, they're not smart, but they got really deadly weapons. Yeah, definitely. That's、and、something you got to be worried. And they lie a lot. You got to be worried about that. Big liars. Sue from Heavy Metal Horror Cast, which is another show that、uh, you should totally check out. Sue says, "I was always pretty freaked out by the Skeksis from The Dark Crystal." Although they sure did know how to dress, and that one threw me for a loop at first, Sue. I initially was like, "Wait, that's Dark Crystal's not about aliens, but they're totally on a different planet. Absolutely, that's that 100% is aliens, and the Skeksis are quite freaky." Al, you haven't seen Dark Crystal. I know everybody who's listening is like, "You haven't shown him Dark Crystal." <laughs> We watch Labyrinth a lot, and I think you either watch Labyrinth a lot or Dark Crystal a lot. That's just my hypothesis, and we are a Labyrinth kind of family. 
But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the Skeksis are really freaky. Hugh Lloyd from the Undead Wookiee, who is a friend of ours on Twitter, says, It's gotta be the blob because you can't shoot it and you can't really hide from it. But of course, Hugh, if you want to know how to fight the blob, go back and listen to our episode because, uh, and this goes for any listener, frankly, if you want to know how to fight the blob, Al had some really unique ideas about fighting the blob in that episode. Yep. And we had one more submission on Facebook from someone named Amber Burnham. Mm-hmm. That is my mom. That's your mom, absolutely. <laughs> so, your mother says the aliens from Independence Day always got me when I was younger. That's my freakiest alien, too. Yeah, you're freaked out by them the yeah. most? because they're, like, weird and... Yeah, they're big. They got big old flat, like, weird heads, but they got a lot of tentacles and tiny bodies. Yeah. They look like xenomorph, squid, fly-like things. Sure. But that's it. And I think that brings us to the end of our class, huh? Yep. You want to ring the bell? Mm-hmm. ring ding 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 that's right, class is dismissed, and so I think we'll just enjoy the safety of this here corn maze. Oh, hey, check this out, Alistair. Mm-hmm. There's this whole wide open area out here in the middle. Mm-hmm. This is nice. I guess we've reached the center of the maze, or... Oh, no. This isn't a corn maze at all. Mm-hmm. These are crop circles. What makes crop circles? Aliens, ships, make crop circles. Oh no, we gotta get out of here. If you want to become a patron yourself and suggest later episodes of CadaverCast, go to patreon.com slash wordsalad. You can also find us on social media. Buddy, hurry. We are on Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. We're on Facebook at CadaverCast. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or big old lists of aliens that you're afraid of, send them to us. By email at cadavercast at gmail.com. Look us up online. Touch base with us. Let us know what you think. Let us know if this lecture helped you at all. They're flying around our head right now. What's flying overhead? Flying saucers. Oh, no. We're in their crop circles. This must be a sign telling them where to land. We got to get out of here. Yes. You've been listening to Cadavercast presents Monster Stampede. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham. And until next time, stay Stay safe. safe. And don't get in trouble by aliens like we are right now. Got it? Also, listeners, I love ya. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Head on down to patreon.com slash wordsalad. And why should our listeners head on over to patreon.com slash wordsalad, Alistair? Help us and help me go to college. Yeah, that's right, because our patrons help us keep this podcast going. It costs real money to run a podcast. I know it sounds crazy, but it does, and so... We appreciate any help we can get with this because we're not doing this for the money. But since we're not doing it 
for the money and we're doing it for the love of podcasting, it is also worth noting that here at CadaverCast, when we get money in, that money not only goes to upkeep, but anything else we get is going to be going into a savings account for Alistair. Yes. And that goes towards what? College. Exactly. So any money we make over upkeep goes into a college fund for Al. So if you appreciate the content we do here, why don't you head on over to patreon.com slash word salad. Every little bit helps. Helps us keep the podcast going. Helps us keep the content coming. And also, someday we'll help this little dude who I imagine is bringing you a lot of entertainment. I know he entertains me to no end. Help him go to college and do what it is that he wants to do with his life someday. Yes. That's why you should go on down to patreon.com slash word salad. Thank you, everybody.